0: Coming up on this week's episode of The Doctor's Pharmacy.
1: You can't control the cards you were dealt, but you totally can control how you play those cards.
2: Welcome to The Doctor's Pharmacy. I'm Dr. Mark Hyman, and this is a place for conversations that matter. And I believe today's conversation with John and Missy Butcher will be one of those conversations that really matters to you. Why? Because most of us haven't really taken the time to think about how to create a real vision for our lives, to create a map for how we get what we want, or even to believe that we can get what we want, which most people don't have. So, John and Missy are an extraordinary couple. Um, I've gotten to know them recently and they have led an extraordinary life that they've designed themselves to be exactly what they want, to do the kind of work they want as artists, to create the kind of family they want that is not the typical family, to have an extraordinary relationship after 30 years To really knock it out of the park in every area of their life. You know, there are billionaires who have horrible families and relationships. There are people who have great love stories, but they can't rub two nickels together. There are people who have, you know, great lives, but they don't take care of themselves and their health, and they're looking flabby and old by the time they're 40. But John and Missy said, we don't believe that. We believe we can have everything, and we can get what we want. Uh, And it's just an extraordinary journey that we're going to learn about and why they created this extraordinary product, this path in a way, that I personally have gone through called Book, which is this life-changing course that takes you through every area of your life, deeply examines your thoughts, your beliefs, your attitudes about it, and allows you to start to think about how do I create that life that I want? How do I create the vision? That's always going to be perfect. There's always ups and downs. and. I think people often think that you know people who have these great lives just have it made. They just had everything handed to them. They're, you know, they're just like you know lucky. Yep. But it's not necessarily luck. It's about your thinking and uh, how do we fix our thinking? And that's what your beautiful program, Lifebook, helps you do. and And they've done this in so many different ways through so many of the companies they built. They they always give back to their community. They're helping inner city youth. They're helping orphanages worldwide. They're helping with addiction problems uh, through their Black Star program. So there's there's so much that they're giving back to the world, but I think their greatest gift is the story of their own life, which is inspiring and allows others to say, wait a minute, maybe I too can have a life like this. So welcome, John and Missy. Thank you,
0: Mark. Wow, thank you. That was a beautiful introduction. It sure Thank was. you, Mark. <laughs> yeah,
2: I had it all written down in my head. <laughs> Amazing. So the beautiful part <laughs> about this, this conversation is that I personally went through Lifebook. I went to your home yep. where you invite us in, you create this extraordinary curriculum, small group of people, maybe 20 people or so to journey through over a course of five or six days, every area of your life to examine what matters to you, what your beliefs are, what your vision is, how the strategy you're Mm going to, what Mm -hmm. the strategy you're going to use to get to that vision. Um, And I've done a lot of programs. I've been into self-help and growth and development for years, but I've never experienced something as, crystal clear, as profound, as easy to follow. It's basically 12 areas and four questions yep, in each area. Right. And it's yep. so simple, yeah. <laughs> but it's really profound. And it it's, it's, uh, unlocks the key to your view of life in a way that many other programs just don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I can tell you just in the three months since I've done the program, I've seen it manifest in ways that I couldn't believe, both for my wife mm-hmm. and myself. Yeah. So for example, you know, the whole fitness health thing. Well, I'm obviously into health, but I, <laughs> but the truth is, I I um, never really liked weight training. I had this limiting belief about it. Hmm. I figure, you know, I don't like being in the gym. I don't like the energy there. I want to be in a yoga studio. You know, like. And I kind of worked through all that and realized, oh, no, this nice. is actually powerful. And I've got this great trainer at Terrell in New York now. And wow. I'm working out and it feels so awesome. That's and, great, Mark. Oh, that's you know, I, I kind of worked through that. <laughs> so, um, so I really, I want to kind of dig into your story because, <clears throat> uh, you know, you you and Missy having a really unusual story. You met when you were very young. Mm-hmm. You've been together 30 years. Mm-hmm. You're, uh, you have... Um, built this extraordinary life together but it wasn't always like so straightforward it wasn't like you were handed this magical life i mean john you shared For sure. with me last night at dinner about your family mm-hmm. struggles that you mm-hmm. know you, were, you grew up in abject poverty your mother had mm-hmm. to walk three miles each way with a grocery <laughs> cart and six kids dragging behind her just to get some thing. groceries yep. you know your father you know was just living hand to mouth uh starving star- artists starving artists and not really <clears> able to sort of um you know be evolving and growing in a very um in an environment that really helps you to succeed it was almost the opposite right? right
1: yeah absolutely so
2: so tell us a little bit about you know what it was like for you growing up and then you know what was it that helped you shift from being a victim to being empowered
1: well, you know, I don't think I ever really viewed myself as a victim. I, you know, mm-hmm. back now it would be easy to though. Yeah, right? well, oh, yeah, for you sure. Know, now that's sort of the flavor of the moment. Yeah. That's what everybody's taught that they're a victim because of one thing or another. Back mm-hmm. then, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. It was just this is the way life is, and it's not easy. And and you just have to do whatever you have to do to get through it. Um, which we did. And Miss and I did get together young. I was in my twenties when I my early twenties mm-hmm. when I met Miss. She was seventeen. And we we knew each other for about five years yeah. before before we started a relationship, but um, yeah, childhood was tough. Teenage years were tough. Meeting Missy and and starting our relationship was a major turning point. But what led to Life Book was basically a massive nervous breakdown that I had when Miss and I were. Mm-hmm. It was the first couple of years we yeah. were together. Right, you were in your
0: thirty. You were. 30 or early 20, early 30s i think yeah. i was 30
1: 30 31 yeah. mm-hmm. and basically what happened to me mark i i'll just tell you exactly the story i was um in a board meeting no actually i was in a product presentation meeting in los angeles the major fortune 500 company making a presentation and i'd been up partying the night before, smoking and drinking. We lived like rock Party stars like back rock then, star. right? Mm-hmm. And like late, 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 I can give you the absolute recipe for a panic attack if you ever <laughs> if you ever need it. Well, I'll tell you what it is. This is the recipe. You stay up till three or four, you know, just totally partying. My breakfast that morning was three cups of coffee and three aspirin. And I walk into this meeting to make a presentation. Yeah. To, w- three to, cups of
2: coffee, that'll get yeah, you Yeah, isn't going. that
1: nice? <laughs> to people that I don't know, on a product that I don't know a whole lot about, I was an investor in this company. And the bottom line is at that meeting, in the middle of this presentation, when I was addressing the room, standing up, I had a full blown panic attack. First one of my life. Never had that happen to me before. And that just it was like it was horrifying. You, you have you ever had a panic attack?
2: Uh no. Well,
1: but you know exactly. But I, right I've
2: yet. been anxious, but no, no. Well, this is this is like
1: you lose control of your entire system. You can't hear, you can't see, you can't think. It feels like there's a freight train driving through your head. It's, it's, it's absolutely horrifying. And th- there was no, like, that was a crash burn meeting. I had to literally just sit down. It was humiliating, it was horrifying. And I remember coming back to the hotel um, after that meeting and telling Missy about it and saying, "This, you know, what the hell just happened to me?
0: You were shattered. And, and yeah, I mean, it was like, like shattered as a man.
1: Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. what yeah. just ha- I just completely lost control of my entire and, yeah. and and I did it in a public setting. And if that can happen to me once, it can happen to me again. And I am screwed. Right. Yeah. Which became a self-fulfilling prophecy. So over the next three or four months, not knowing that there was actually a physiological component and that if I stop, you know, abusing my body with with poisons, that might help yeah right mm-hmm. it happened to me about three more times over the next six months and it ended up generalizing into a just a, a, an anxiety disorder that left me housebound yeah
2: yeah
0: i Agor- couldn't yeah you had agoraphobia for about three months maybe? I, I literally couldn't leave yeah. the house
1: couldn't that, drive
2: and, out of the driveway and that led <clears> you to so sort of say wait a minute what's going on in my life that's right why am i having these
1: experiences
2: <clears throat> What can I do about
1: it? What the? How am I going to get out of this? Anyway, so the your your yeah. product
2: really uh, probably should have been called Life Wrath, <laughs> as <laughs> life opposed Bowl. to Life Book, because you were basically yeah. were drowning in That's your right. life. In no, I was. I mean, you can't
1: get and, worse than yeah. I was. I was literally dysfunctional. I was. But present- the beautiful
0: thing is that was the beginning of our personal development journey. Right. And you're right. Life Book was born out of that pain.
1: My dad, my dad, literally, he was watching TV late night infomercials one night. He knew how, uh, you know, I was like, I had to call everybody that ran my companies and basically say, I am done. I'm, uh, there's no transition plan. There's a, you're on your own until further notice. I'm, I, I'm looking over the edge of a really super scary place right now, and I'll give you a call when I'm okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Like that, that, was the, that was the transition strategy. So my dad found two personal development programs for me. One, I never listened to a personal development audio course or read a book mm-hmm. in my life about this stuff. One was called Attacking Anxiety by Lucinda Bassett. Do you know mm-hmm. her work? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's the best when it comes to anxiety. And the other was Tony Robbins' Personal Power too, uh, the, his, his great audio course that he made in the, in the 80s. And so my dad <clears throat> gave these two programs to me and said, John, I, I was just watching TV and I saw, saw these, thought they might help you. And that was our very first exposure to personal development work. Mm -hmm. So listen to both those programs. They both helped. I got a little bit of a grip. I started making my way back a little uh, slowly, but surely Mm -hmm. from that disorder. Within six months, I was relatively functional again, meaning I could drive, Mm -hmm. I could leave the house, I could do certain social situations. I mean, I was a real, but I was like on the edge of like panic, Mm-hmm. all day long mm-hmm. my, my nervous system was haywire and that's when i asked myself you know how am i going to recover from this where am i going to go from here i'm i'm at absolute mm-hmm. i'm i'm at rock bottom you can't get any worse than not being able to and function. i think
0: that's when we started asking those questions right. that we ask in lifebook it's like well what what do we believe how, how what is how do we what want do we our want? life to go how, right. how should we live yeah, really. It's like, not going this isn't well. So it's we? not going this well. This isn't working. So what should we do? So we really deconstructed everything and said, "Okay, let's let's take a good look at this."
1: And so the so the very earliest versions of LifeBook, and and Mark, you probably know that Missy and I developed LifeBook for ourselves. We 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 used. Yeah, you weren't creating system, a commercial no, product. We used no. just, the system for 15 yeah. years before we showed it to one person. We mm. never
0: even thought about that. It was yeah. it was our. This tool, was really our, to heal John. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. and then yeah. and then to create the extraordinary yeah. life. So okay. here's how it happened. At the very beginning, when, when we were starting to work our way out of this, and I very much mean we, if I wouldn't have had Missy, zero chance I would have ever made it through that. Yeah. So, I mean, so we're working through this. Mm-hmm. We've got kids, we've got this beautiful relationship. We're trying to build a good life here and we're in this together. So the first thing we did is we started to identify the categories of life that we would need to really get under us if we wanted to live a great life. Obviously mm-hmm. health and fitness, mm. obviously love relationship, <laughs> obviously parenting, obviously career and financial. There's some obvious ones, but then there are some less than obvious mm-hmm. categories mm-hmm. that we discovered over the years. Like
2: emotional, spiritual, intellectual,
1: intellectual. social, mm-hmm. overall quality of life. So mm-hmm. we spent quite a few years identifying the most important areas of life that we felt we would have to master in order to have the best possible quality of life we could create together on this planet. Mm. And that was our, our goal. Because- it was, I mean, it's, it's
2: so interesting you say that mm-hmm. because most people don't even think of that as a possible aspiration. Right. How do right. we have the most extraordinary life on the planet? Yeah. And how do we create yeah, that? But, you how know, do we design that? I it, mean, no, yeah. nobody even thinks it's possible. But
1: I think, Mark, it came from, it came from, it was just a continuum of the work mm-hmm. that I was doing to get yeah. functional. It's like, well, we okay- We were at ground zero. right? With
0: with when you had this you know debilitating anxiety thing, Boom. We're at ground zero. Well, let's let's start over. It's right. almost, it was almost like a an accidental reset. Right? And yeah. then let's keep so let's going. Right? Then let's keep going. How far can zero. we go? How, how do you create something really awesome? If you're, you know, if you have a clean slate and you can really create it from nothing, it's almost like a What do we canvas. want that to be? Yeah. So it's interesting. And that's what we did.
1: And then so, yeah. so what do we want that to be? And yeah. then, geez, this is working. Let's yeah. keep going with this. Yeah. And so it was like all right. I feel
0: like we discovered it instead of invented it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well System, it was we it was kind of both. Yeah. It, it 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 came to us and yeah. then we'd shape it. It would yeah. come to us and then we'd yeah. shape it. So you know? so why why
2: yeah. is it important for people to to do this? Like why why should people bother to create a life vision? Because mm-hmm.
1: especially in this day and age, if you don't have a clear vision for your life, there are going to be countless gurus and corporations and political parties that are gonna be happy to step into the void and fill your vision gap and try to get you to do what they want you to do. Every single advertisement you see, every billboard you see, you go into a grocery store, within an hour you'll come into into contact with 35,000 brands. Every single company out there, every single guru, Miss and I have been in the highest level entrepreneurial masterminds in the world working with the biggest marketers on the planet and we know that there are millions of of the smartest people on the planet out there that spend all day every day trying to figure out how to get you to do what they want you to do right. and and they don't necessarily have your best interest at heart coca-cola and and mm-hmm. big pharma and yeah. and right So if you don't have a crystal clear vision for the person that you want to become and the life that you want to live in today's society where you're surrounded by so many distractions and so many temptations, Mm -hmm. you have no chance, no chance whatsoever to create an extraordinary life for yourself.
2: And why do you think people don't even believe that's important? Right, right. I mean, because it's, it's not something people walk around going, I'm going to create an extraordinary life. I'm going right. to execute well, my life vision. They might have a goal. They might have a New Year's resolution. I might right. want to lose a few pounds or I want to get a good job or mm-hmm. get a little bit better pay. But you're like, no, guys, there's another path here.
1: I think that it is very recent in human history where you can even ask a question like that. Because, you know, mm-hmm. be- before 1900, our yeah. job was to try to stay alive to worth 36, which is life expectancy. Yeah. And boom, now we can fall over. But I think that... that you know, we now have the opportunity to ask ourselves a question like that: How do I create an extraordinary life? We have this little thing in our pocket that has the total sum of human knowledge and and, and information in our pockets at the speed of light. Um, we all oh, the infor- I know my browser is a little slower than <laughs> uh, Yeah, I get what you mean. All the information <laughs> we need is out there. Our job now is uh, to number one decide what we want, and then number two decide what we need mm-hmm. to do to get it. And, mm-hmm. and, what else are we going to spend our time doing? Yeah, you know what I mean? So powerful. Mm-hmm.
2: So the, the things we never learn in life, in school, or from our parents, or often our peers or our community, are the most important things that we need to know to be happy, right? Yeah. How to have healthy relationships, mm-hmm. how to manage your financial life, how to manage your health. These are like foundational ideas mm-hmm. that we kind of learn by accident, if at all, in yeah. our lives. Mm-hmm. And most people end up pretty unhappy yep. mm-hmm. and miserable because they haven't been thoughtful or intentional about it right right so um take us through for you what were the what was the sort of insights that led you to sort of come up with these four questions and can you go over what those are yeah. for each category and how those work to help people create this life vision
1: 12 categories of life that we that we focus on are the the first five are your personal life categories? These are you separate from the rest of the world. These do not require the cooperation of others, like your career. It requires the cooperation of others. Parenting, your social life. These first five are are you separate from the rest of the world? They're your health and fitness, your intellectual life, your emotional life, your character, and your spiritual life. Yeah, those are the five categories that are all you.
2: Well, it's interesting. You make health and fitness the first category. Yeah, that's right because it's foundational health is it's the foundational first yep. yeah, for because sure. if you if you don't take care of that it's hard to mm-hmm. execute on the other things how to be emotionally stable That's yep. intellectually curious to have, 100% <laughs> to yeah. have a character that doesn't get battered around mm-hmm. by ill health which can happen mm-hmm. tremendous mm-hmm.
1: amount of thinking went into how to sequence these categories mm-hmm. and you're exactly right yeah. health and fitness is first for a reason and your personal life categories are first for a reason Because until you get your own stuff together, you're not gonna have good relationships. You're not gonna be able to create that great career. You're Mm. not gonna be able to move into the world and show up in the way Mm -hmm. that you need to, to create the success that you want to create. So those are the first five. And then we go into the relationships, which are your love relationship, romantic love, um, parenting, and your social life. Those are the next three categories we look at. Then we have the business categories, your career and your financial life which are very connected but have to be thought of separately. We have we know a lot of people who have had incredible careers and s- completely jacked up financial life and we can see it the other mm-hmm. way around. Too. Yeah. So They're connected but need to be, you need to create a separate strategy for both of them. And then the last two categories are your overall quality of life, the house you live in, the experiences that you have, the things that you want to be surrounded by. The way you live by. your
0: life. You create
2: chaos around you or healing, yeah, right?
0: that's right.
1: And then finally, your life vision, which is what it all adds up to. So those are the those are the twelve categories. There's one more
2: though. We talk
1: about. Well, there <laughs> is one more. <laughs> category thirteen, our secret category. That's, that's sex. That's and an extension
0: and of our yeah. That's an extension of our love relationship. We yeah.
1: might do a whole show on that yeah. someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And in those twelve categories, the life book process takes you through four questions in each of those twelve categories, and the four questions are: What do I believe about this category? What are my beliefs that control my behavior in this area of my life That's an interesting one it's
0: kind of a big one <laughs> yeah.
2: which because everything yeah. derives from your beliefs yes. right? so your yes. your choices, your actions, your responses to things all derive mm-hmm. from your beliefs whether they're yes. good or bad if you believe in limitless possibilities or if you believe that your life is
0: mm-hmm. really
2: constricted and limited and confined well that's mm-hmm. what you'll end up getting exactly right.
1: right
0: whether they're conscious or unconscious whether, whether you they're true them, or not true that's right <laughs> they the literally same. are the things that make your that life drive, yeah. that drive your life henry ford yeah. said if you
1: believe you can or if you believe you can't you're probably right yeah. right and so that's just that, that's, that's a, an example of how important your beliefs are so that's the first one i want to circle back around yeah i want to come them. back
2: to the belief mm-hmm. thing because it's a it's mm-hmm. a big so, one so
1: what do i what do i believe is the first question what precisely do i want in this area of my life is the second question yeah with no fuzziness with complete clarity what do i want in my health and fitness what do i want my love relationship what exactly do i want for my financial life that, and that's really how Getting life granular
2: born mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. just i want to be financially successful but no, i want but to really. make x in exactly this right.
1: right yeah third question is why do i want that what is the purpose behind my vision
2: yeah, because if it's some nefarious purpose, probably not going to mm-hmm. work You're out.
1: Not going like to get out digest. of bed in the morning and, yeah. and get it done. Your purpose is your fuel. That's mm-hmm. going to determine whether or not you are going to drive toward that vision that you've said you want. Yeah.
2: Why do you want what you want?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Very important. And then the last one is what exactly do I need involved. to do to get it? Yeah. Strategy. Yeah. So premise, vision, purpose, strategy. What they do all, I believe? And they what? all
0: build on each other. Yeah. Because right. first it's like, what do I believe? Well, what whatever you believe is going to be the base of your entire life. And then what is your vision? Well, that's based on your beliefs.
1: Right. right. It's mm-hmm. it's
0: all and then the next thing is, well, why do I want that? If I if I believe that and I I that's my vision, I want that. Well, why? Because mm-hmm. that is that the fuel. Is based that purpose is your vision. Yeah. yeah.
2: The self limiting yeah. beliefs are the things that keep us from what we want. Mm-hmm. But how do people identify them? Because you often say they're unconscious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how do you get rid of them?
1: (laughs) Well, that's that's literally the question that we're asked most often Mm -hmm. during the Lifebook program. The first step is to get conscious of them. And that's a very difficult thing to do unless you have a process like Lifebook. Because where you end up rooting out limiting beliefs is when you're going through one of these categories, say your financial life, and you're asked to describe what you believe about money and you, you wanna be wealthy. Everybody wants more money than they have. That's just a standard across the board thing from every billionaire to, you know, people that don't have any money. We, we, interestingly enough, everybody always wants more money than we have, but some people will discover in that process, geez, you know, I was taught from the time I was three years old that the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's been a conflict in my psyche because I, I know that I wanna have a good life and I wanna, I wanna make the money I need to be able to fund that good life, but I've got this thing holding me back well, yeah. yeah, you don't want to be evil. Yeah, you want to be mm-hmm. good. So let's deal with that.
0: Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, just being conscious, becoming conscious of a bad limiting belief can possibly like, can remove it. Knock and it out. And your because your mind is like your mind wants to do good for you, right? Yeah. It wants to be. It's your. So you the program. first step is awareness. First step is first awareness. step is
1: for sure awareness yeah. and and self acceptance. And you know, okay, this is the this is the deal. Is the deal. And reality. then there are protocols. We have we have belief. Clearing experts in our community, yeah. Lion Goodman, Marissa mm-hmm. Peer, that can really help people because that can be a sometimes, like Missy said, it's enough to just look at it and say mm-hmm. that no. that one's gone. Doesn't that one, make it doesn't sense. make sense anymore. Yeah. It's, it's it's shallow. I can yes. well, and it, replace it. Usually
2: it. comes from some meaning we attach to something that happened mm-hmm. once. So I mm-hmm. I sort of mm-hmm. learned very young that you know my stepfather was um kind of a clean freak, and mm-hmm. one time my mother asked me to when i was seven throw the soup in the toilet because there was no you know mm-hmm. garburetors and you know those like mm-hmm. disposals mm-hmm. and i flushed on the toilet i came out of the bathroom and he's like did you wash your hands i'm like no <laughs> and he just went into a rage he picked me up he threw me against Whoa. the wall totally traumatized me in yeah. a loud booming voice and i'm made the connection that oh if i tell the truth i'm going to get in trouble
0: wow it's
2: not safe to say the truth yeah yeah and so yeah then i i learned along the way that i had to manage him by not doing things or saying things or telling things that would get him upset Mm. Mm because i didn't want to have that reaction Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so then i learned to manage other people's Reactions, mm. which was very manipulative, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I was doing it out of protection Survival, yeah, absolutely. And I generalize it to all of my relationships. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of being fully honest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and having real conversations, I was sort of trying to manage the mm-hmm. response. And until I understood that and realized that I, I made the meaning that he was going to be like everybody else I met. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of conflated the idea that you know <clears throat> if he reacts like that, everybody else is going to react like that until I figured out that that wasn't true, it was just true in that situation with that person right. in that moment, it didn't mean that I could never tell
1: the truth. That's a beautiful example of how a limiting belief is born and mm-hmm. grows yeah. and can be extracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how did you deal with that?
0: How'd
1: you remove
2: it? Well, I I was always aware of it, but I I couldn't actually undo that. Right,
1: that's tough.
2: So I, I worked with a woman named Shelly Lefko and another, uh, my life coach, uh, Lauren Zander, mm-hmm. around these things for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yep. Uh, some of the things are just becoming aware of the lack of um inherent meaning in actions that people had mm-hmm. in other words got it. there's no there's no inherent meaning right. that my stepfather did that he once got that that you everybody knew. was going to yeah. do that right. or it could mean that yeah. you know that, that i was bad or that he was mm-hmm. crazy or whatever like I, there's so many interpretations yeah. right. and i had to sort of oh yeah that was one interpretation but it may not mm-hmm. be the only interpretation mm-hmm. and actually it's not really true there's no meaning inherent mm-hmm. meaning that if I tell the truth to everybody, that I'll get in trouble. Exactly. Right, and so I'd be mm-hmm. able to break that down. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, and that's awful.
0: it. It's sifting through. It's really sifting through your psyche and convincing yourself, or just seeing the truth, light, shining that light of consciousness is the first step, and it really yeah. it can root out that stuff. And
1: then what I else? had to learn how to
2: practice it. Yeah. how To do it. Yeah. To not see that response in other yeah. people. But, but I
1: that's just want to take they're a moment to that. to point out how huge the human ability to do that is. Mm. My favorite mm. all-time quote that anyone has ever said is Marcus Aurelius, the, the Roman emperor in you know the first century AD, I think, um, stoic philosopher, and he said, if you're upset by something, it's not the thing itself that's upsetting you, but your assessment of the thing, yes. how you're processing that thing. And this, you have the power to revoke at any moment that's right it's the most empowering quote i've ever heard it's true we have so much power to be able to look at the meaning that we attach to things how we process things and we are in control although it doesn't feel like that sometimes and it's extremely difficult to do very very difficult to do when you're pissed off you want to be pissed off but you have the power to to stop it like that
2: and often we're Mm -hmm. We're reacting to something because of our assessment of it. A hundred percent of the meaning we attach to it. And that's a very Buddhist notion, too, which is Mm -hmm. that your perceptions of things are what causes the suffering, not the thing itself. That's right. hundred percent right. And this you
1: have the power to revoke, to change Mm -hmm. at any moment.
2: I mean, you you know, it's interesting. Both of you and your families had struggles. There was alcoholism. Mm -hmm. There was mental illness. Mm -hmm. There was poverty. There was, Mm -hmm. you know major dysfunction Mm -hmm. abuse Mm -hmm. um and somehow you guys didn't really take on all that Mm -hmm. but your siblings did Mm -hmm. and you were in the same environment but they chose one interpretation you chose another interpretation to a very different set of yeah consequences Mm -hmm. for their lives
1: yeah we lost three brothers to to drugs and alcohol and i mean it, it it's prevalent in both of our families and you know we're we're very fortunate and we're very grateful and we also have worked hard and worked on ourselves um
2: but it's not easy because a lot of people coming from those situations would you just why aren't you an alcoholic and why aren't you mentally ill and why you know why have you been able to actually shift your perspective and actually become empowered in your life whereas everybody around you is falling apart
1: yeah you know i think that Early on, Missy and I discovered Ayn Rand's work. Mm-hmm. Have you read Ella mm-hmm. Shrugged or the Fountainhead? And despite its many flaws, mm-hmm. her contribution was incalculable when it comes to just the sense of life that human beings are here to do something great and to be something great. Mm-hmm. And that self-actualization is the highest of all the values. You can't control the cards you were dealt, but you totally can control how you play those cards. Yeah. So play the hand you were dealt like it was the hand you wanted, yeah. Like it was the hand you mm-hmm. would have chosen to begin with. Just friggin' put that, yeah. And and, mm-hmm. and 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 turn yourself into the best person you can possibly be. And if you do that, you'll find yourself in the unique position of being able to help the people around you yeah. if you want to and make yeah. the world a better place. And that's, I think, the highest that we can. Yeah. I mean, I think strive that, for. That's
0: beautiful. Thank you, sweetie. I I was actually raised by two beautiful human beings, and they instilled in me being grateful, self-responsibility, give more than you receive, just like super basic things like that that gave me, I think that gave me just this. values. Yeah, basic values. It's like, okay, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to be kind to others. I'm going to give to others. I'm going to be really grateful for what I have. So if if all of us could just be a little bit more grateful for no, what it we fixed do the world. have, completely fix the yeah. world. Gratefulness is magic. Yeah, it's a no, magic it, pill. It absolutely it's is, hard and to it's, get true. There, it's, but it's true. It's I remember everything. Uh,
1: what's missing? A, in the yeah. world today. a
2: moment when it when I really had that insight. I was 20 years old. I was sitting mm. on the floor of my best friend's uh, apartment in college, and you know all he had was a little foam mattress, like a piece mm-hmm. of foam with mm-hmm. a blanket, and pillow, and you know a few clothes in the closet i mean just really simple and we, we didn't really have much money then and we were just sort of living life and he said to me mark you know if you have enough to eat and you have a place to sleep and you have a few clothes to wear everything else is gravy <laughs> Right, man. and That's like true. you know yeah. the truth is that That's most true. of us have those things yes. mm-hmm. not all of us um you know some of us don't have food security there's right. probably 20, 30 million people who don't have that in America. Mm-hmm. You know, we we not all have good housing. We don't all have enough to wear, mm-hmm. but most of us do. And and so we don't actually take the opportunity to go, wow. You know, I'm here. I, this life yeah. is a blessing. Yeah. How do I sort of use it in a way that?
0: Just being being here yeah. is, is a blessing, right? I mean, it's not easy to get here.
1: Ninety-nine point nine percent of all species on this planet that ever grew up are extinct. We yeah. we almost didn't make it yeah. a couple times. Yeah, a couple a few times. times. Yeah, and and, and we're, we're facing we're that all, again
0: right now. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm.
1: we are. Yes. We're all fortunate to mm-hmm. be here, and we we take for granted the look. If you have if you have a toilet and running hot and cold water and a refrigerator in your house, you're in the top one percent of all human beings who've ever lived on this planet. Yeah. You know, you look and, better
2: than kings of yeah, olden exactly. days, right?
1: King yeah. Louis 14th had to piss in a jar in the morning. You <laughs> <know> <laughs> but what he I mean? lived in Versailles. He lived in Versailles, but he had to be in a jar. <laughs> right. So chamber yeah, pots. We need more gratefulness. <laughs> yeah. We need more yeah. gratefulness. So
2: so the whole process of starting with your beliefs mm-hmm. uh, is is really a big one. And we've unpacked a little bit. But the vision part is interesting, which means, you know, what am I allowed to think about wanting mm. and and how do i get to the vision of what i want because most people don't don't actually do that they don't go Mm-mm. here's a relationship i want i remember you know i i struggled through a couple of bad marriages and bad relationships and and there was a moment where i was like wait a minute i have never called in what i want i've never written down what my vision is <clears throat> what i want i i grew up in a family with Very difficult relationships. My parents Mm -hmm. were divorced. My my mother and stepfather didn't have a great relationship. I didn't have any role models. I saw certain things that I internalized in in the way they related, and I really had a set of beliefs and behaviors around relationships that were my doing. That I chose the people I chose. I did the Mm -hmm. things that I did to make them not great, or you know, was was really you know driven by some of my own uh, beliefs and attitudes, and. When I sat down, I remember when yeah, I was like, no, I need to sit down and write down what I want for a relationship. Mm-hmm. And and I wrote it all down in great detail, like really oh. great detail. And it was like two full pages of, mm-hmm. of content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at that moment is when I opened the door for having the greatest love I've ever known, mm-hmm. uh, which is with my wife. And mm-hmm. uh, I would never have been able to get that unless I named it. Right, so this is what you take people through in each of the categories, in every That's category right. of your life. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's, there's there's a magic to doing mm-hmm. that, and we're not even sure exactly what that mechanism is. It's part spiritual, it's part physical. Mm-hmm. It's it, there. There is a a magic to getting crystal clear mm-hmm. on the person you want to become and the life that you want to live. What you tend to do is you tend to let everything else kind of fall away. Mm-hmm. When, once you once you really discover that, mm-hmm. you tend to focus on that, <clears> and and that tends to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Your daily choices and actions start to align with it. The things that don't vibrate Mm -hmm. with it start to fall away. Mm -hmm. And eventually, if you do it right, getting crystal clarity on the life that you wanna live and really keeping it in the forefront of your mind, making your choices and actions based on it, you will wake up one day and look around and say, "Geez." What used to be a vision is now my reality. It's really creating yeah, intentionality
0: around. That's right, and I, I personally think that this is how we're wired. Like human beings are supposed to do this. We're supposed to self-actualize. There's we're no here, question about that. right? But we, our culture's gotten to a point where there's so many distractions, and we just, we were, we're, covered up. There's like no we were rites talking, of passage. There's no no none of that. Rails we're completely and there's no role models. Right. I mean, like mm-hmm. you, you brought up a good point. I had really good role models. My parents were in a loving <clears> relationship. Good parents. So that was lucky that we had that. But there aren't really a well, lot of role models. Let me,
1: let me just say this real quick about role models, though, because my role models actually came from history well, and go. from literature. Yeah. So, so, and that's a thing. That's a real thing. Yeah. So one of the things that we talk about that's in true. Lifebook in the social category is if you're not surrounded by good role models, you can go out there and find them by reading history. That's true. The great men and the great women of, of history that mm-hmm. inspire you and that you admire and why mm-hmm. and how can you be more like that? Mm. So everyone can have mm-hmm. good role models, but some of us have to do some work. Yeah. You, you know, well, it's true. Definitely. I found the same
2: thing through biographies and history. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a big resource. Yeah, yeah. Understanding, you know. And but you know, when you look at even at those lives, often they weren't coherent. In other words, look at Einstein. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy had extraordinary contribution. Mm-hmm. He had mm-hmm. a beautiful sense of life and mm-hmm. spirituality. Mm-hmm. He, you know, discovered theory of relativity and quantum physics. I mean, he changed everything mm-hmm. about the world, you know? But his personal life was a shambles yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. you know that's true. same with gandhi yeah. he was you know he him and his son he was gandhi had regrets mm. at the end of his life for not being the parent that he wished mm-hmm. he could be and you know to, to his son that's a famous yeah. story too that's one of the things that life book creates and and again i feel like you know we're so grateful to live in the best time and place in all of human history that made it possible for us to even conceive Mm-hmm. How can we create an extraordinary life in every important area? Mm-hmm. And then once that we, we did conceive that, the resources we needed to do that were absolutely mm-hmm. out there. It was just a matter of mm-hmm. pulling it all together in one strategy. The good news is Lifebook literally is a system where it's completely ready-made for you. All you got to do is sit down. You know, Mark. Yeah. It's sit open, down it's and an open, do... It's open source. Work through, the, work through <laughs> yeah. the questions. Yeah, that's right. And at the end of that <clears throat> process, you'll have created something extraordinary. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I went through it in person, which was powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now you have it online. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Online's is... powerful too, because thousands of people go through at a time and they're all they're all sharing with each other. And the difference between live and online, live is awesome because it happens in four days, like a sh- five days. Right. And there, there's yeah. something there's something <clears> about that. Mm-hmm. It's all you do every day, all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Online is awesome because you're doing two categories a week and you can really think about mm-hmm. those categories while while they're happening and interact with the people that are that are going through it too so they're both really interesting experiences Mm. and they're both transformative for everyone that goes through and does this work because you can't Mm -hmm. bring this much consciousness to your life all at once and not completely transform.
2: yeah it was powerful because in that group um they were you know extraordinary people um very successful business people Mm -hmm. uh, leaders in their fields Mm -hmm. uh, you know creative people i mean people who really you think have their stuff together mm-hmm. and, and and yet while they did in some areas, other areas were just no, a exactly. mess and, Very and, they solemn, were, and, and the, to go through that with these people and sort of see them literally like get peeled open yeah. like mm-hmm. an onion mm-hmm. uh, and start to look at themselves in ways they never thought, start mm-hmm. to question their beliefs, start to imagine their lives in ways that they hadn't imagined before mm-hmm. it was really powerful. Yeah, for and, you sure, know, Really powerful and, and you, know, you think, oh, these people have their life together. And I, you know, I went, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty generally happy. Like mm-hmm. I have a great marriage, yep. I have a great You're conscious, career. you yeah.
1: pay attention. Yeah.
2: I I really, you know, love my life. But I real also realized that, you know, despite all my successes, there were areas that I really hadn't fully taken on and owned and and responsible for the choices that I'm making or the mm-hmm. beliefs that I had that said, oh, I can't have this or I right. can't have that. And it's not about having it all in the sense of a material sense. It's about you know, having life fulfillment, fulfillment, and and how do you yep. how do you get to that place of exactly of being being filled up, living mm-hmm. on purpose, mm-hmm. feeling alive, and contributing. So, and and you could say, well, oh, this is a very narcissistic process. You're just looking about mm-hmm. what you mm-hmm. want in your life. And this it turns out it's the opposite. You know, <laughs> what happens in the, in the process of healing yourself is that you become a contribution of the world. That's exactly right. So maybe can't it's just maybe give away what you don't have.
1: Right. You've got to start with yourself. That's and if right. every one of us did that, the world would be a mm-hmm. whole lot better place. Yeah so <laughs> mm-hmm. by
2: actually working on creating a healthy you from the yeah. inside out you're doing yeah.
1: the best work you can be doing
2: you you are and you're also going to enhance the lives of the friends you That's have right. your family your children yeah. your community and maybe even extend far beyond that you'll have 100%. like you guys do do all these incredible mm-hmm. contributions mm-hmm. to helping or from addiction to deal with the tragedy of orphans to help you know uh Reju- rejuvenate farms and and communities to a purity coffee, which is one of your mm-hmm. companies. I mean there's just so much that can happen if you actually do that work on yourself. Yeah. That's exactly. Right. yeah, you know,
0: that's a key. we We did this. We had this life book for 15 years. It took us that long to create that life for ourselves. and then we realized, oh my gosh it's a system this could really this could, we could like share this with yep. other people they could do the same thing there's nothing special about us we well did this, i would disagree we did this <laughs> but, you know, we did this system yeah it's a it's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, an it's, open a, it's, a it's, it's a method it's a method it's a method we discovered right. a method it's a method and it it's a
2: structure yes. and i'm you know going to be 60 this year i have never <laughs> really had anybody walk me through mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. in my thinking what i my vision is mm-hmm. what my yeah my purpose for wanting these things. Can you imagine if strategies. we would have done it in
1: our twenties, Mark? I, oh my I God. that would have saved me so much trouble. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So much
2: grief, suffering. That's so true. And what you know, Ooh. one of the the areas, you know, I I was once in a relationship um where after like six months or eight months, whatever it was, uh my partner said, Well, you know, it it was just we had a little spat and she's like, That's just the honeymoon period, it's over. Now we have to deal with real life. <laughs> and I was like,
1: what? No good. <laughs> what? And,
2: and I'm like, wow, that was a limiting belief a that she had. Yeah. It's like and, an expiration date. I didn't really buy it. I didn't really buy it. And and yet, you know, your, your relationship has been one of the greatest examples I've ever seen of mm. a couple that has been together 30 years and you look like you just got together last week because you can't keep your hands off each other. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> You're always saying kind and things my, about each other. Oh. You're always looking each other's eyes. Thank You're you. always present with mm-hmm. each other. You're always uplifting each other and you haven't Kind of enter in, this vicious cycle of degradation of relationship and disconnection and dissatisfaction. It's the opposite. It's like mm-hmm. after thirty years, it's better than ever, hotter right. than ever. Yeah, it's hundred percent. And right. it's it's really
1: wild. So tell us it your secret. <laughs> well, I I don't know. I think I think, I think that life book is a is a big part of it. it Just is. it takes a lot of work to create an extraordinary life. It, mm-hmm. it really is a. It's a lifelong mission. It's a sense of life.
0: It's a hero's journey. It really is. If you're going to really, truly self-actualize and express yourself, first of all, discover who you are, understand who you are, and then express the most beautiful parts that you have inside of you out to others, that's a hero's journey. Because the things that you come, like you were just saying one thing that happened to you with your stepfather that took you years to work through. I mean, we, we've all had that. And if, like John and I did that work. Yeah. We did the personal work. It took us 15 years. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about Lifebook, I tell this all the time, is that we did all that hard work, but now we put it in a system that you can get it done. You just do it if you step do it online, step. you can do it in like six weeks. Not 15 years?
2: Not 15 years, it
0: doesn't <laughs> take that long. You can do know, it on the fast track. Yeah. Here's what I
1: think <laughs> happened to me and Missy. We decided early on that we wanted to create an extraordinary life for ourselves, and we wanted to do it together. Mm-hmm. We we created a life vision for us, like one unit. And then, mm-hmm. what's beautiful about a a man woman relationship or any relationship, but I'm specifically talking about a man woman here, um, is that you can divide and conquer. If you have if you have a crystal clear life vision that you're both working toward. Missy is, is incredibly talented and, and gifted at things that I'm not and vice versa. We both have strengths and weaknesses and we're able to, we're able to both contribute in a huge way toward that life vision. So our life is our relationship. It mm-hmm. is the foundation of our relationship. It's the foundation of our companies, our kids, yeah. our, our everything.
0: It is, and we talk about this all the time because we get this question a lot, but one of the very first things we did when we got together which I don't know why we did this, but we did. We said, this is gonna be a sanctuary. Our relationship is gonna be a sanctuary.
1: From the crazy, chaotic outside we had world. some
0: crazy stuff going on outside of our mm-hmm. you know, our own lives mm-hmm. with our families and other stuff. And we're like, okay, there's a lot of crazy going on. <laughs> so let's just say that no matter what, this is our Nothing safe gets in haven, here. this is nope. our sanctuary. This is our, you can be, whatever. it's like what, what you were saying. You, you can, you go in all in, you can do the hokey pokey, that whole thing. Yeah. It was literally, we said, we're going, I'm gonna go all in. I'm all in here. I don't care what it takes. Whatever it takes, this is my guy. Yeah, and vice versa. And it was like, let's do this.
1: Yeah. Enough, and so wherever that, we are, go. this is home. Wherever yeah. we yeah. are. Yeah. That's the foundation. That's where it all comes from. If this is okay, everything's okay. Right. Right. And and you just and it expands from there.
2: It is so true. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I, when I first got together with my wife, she said, "I want to have an extraordinary relationship." And I looked. At first, I was like, "Well, okay." I guess so, but like
0: <laughs> it just it was, it was like like she just did not want to
2: have an yeah. ordinary relationship. Right, yeah. And and then it became a very intentional process. Mm-hmm. And you guys mm-hmm. really do this on a regular basis. Yeah. So you have mm-hmm. a structure that you put in place right, mm-hmm. to allow your relationship. To facilitate to first, that. whether it's you know you missy leaving cards for him and his coffee mm-hmm. Mm-hmm every day or you making yeah. things for her for mm-hmm. breakfast or you know whatever whatever it is these little mm-hmm. things that you do for yep. each other that and then the structure of of how you have built your 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 romantic life which right. is you you mm-hmm. despite having four kids and grandkids and mm-hmm. multiple businesses you put a structure in place it's that's inviolable yeah. it's around one. protecting your relationship and right. and and, yeah. and honoring your relationship and then allowing time for it to actually grow so tell us what what are your tricks (laughs) okay that's
0: a key i will tell you this that is that's like we don't i don't know how how can you we couldn't be more hard yeah. yeah we're so hardcore when it comes to our basic love structure and our family structure so it's like okay our relationship is the basis of everything so if we and and love is an action love love takes time John Mayer said, "Love is a verb, right? Love is a verb, right? <laughs> so, so we we set all up all these things where we do date night, you know, once a week for you know twenty five thirty years, no matter missing, what, no matter where we are, in no the matter world. where we are in the world. We're it's living like in Cairo. Those,
1: We're gonna figure it yeah. out. Mm-hmm. It's like
0: whatever it takes, whatever it takes. If you're all in, you do whatever it takes, no mm-hmm. matter what. There mm-hmm. are no there are no obstacles that are that are too big. So I would say we've been very hardcore and very strict.
2: Do you have date night. You also have like a weekend you take." We, here, are, here are
1: our love rituals yeah. we, we have a daily connection ritual which is usually at five o'clock we'll get a cocktail and we'll mm-hmm. walk around our garden it's changing it's now changing because now. we're stepping into a yeah. new life vision but the bottom line is miss and i connect every day after the day to kind of just catch up and we have our little love connection mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. half hour to an hour mm-hmm. to work mm-hmm. number two is our number one strategy number one love strategy of all time we have had an overnight date Every week for the last almost 30 years despite the fact that we've raised four kids and three grandkids and multiple companies and live in a different country every year with our kids during the winter to, to get out of Chicago we've figured it out no matter where we are and that that has been the number one thing that has mm-hmm. kept our and love we're relationship super strict like hot. you said we
0: honor we yep. honor our relationship by having these structures where it's like no matter what it's like we don't think about it
2: we have the date night, but you also have other periodic things you then
1: do Then right? we take yeah, a life trips. vision trip once yeah. a year we 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 go to a spa somewhere for a week or, or just somewhere beautiful in nature and we spend the entire week talking about our life vision we look back mm-hmm. on the last year mm-hmm. see how we did and where do we want to go this this next year and we usually kind of set our annual goals and uh, and mm-hmm. talk about our life vision and mm-hmm. we've done that every year for probably mm-hmm. 20 years too so
2: mm-hmm. those are our basic Found, mm-hmm. foundational they're, and
0: also, I would tell I tell you another one that's really I think very foundational, is that we decided how we would treat each other early on. Like, I like how do I talk to this man? How mm-hmm. does he talk to me? How do, it's like how would I talk to my children? How do I talk to someone I really love? It's really truly that honoring. Like I would never I would never raise my voice at John unless I'm really you know upset or <laughs> something like that, and that that has happened. But. Let's not talk about that. But it's <laughs> well, like, it's real. It's, it happens, it happens. No, but then you have surreal. a way of cleaning it up. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like I, I, this is this really is something that is the most important thing to me. So why wouldn't I act that way yep. every day that I? You can, know, we're you know?
1: fortunate, and you're in the same boat, Mark. the The notion of going all in, um, where you're literally the boats the boats are burned. You are <clears throat> from an emotional perspective, from a spiritual perspective, from a mm-hmm. physiological perspective. You're just this is this is the one mm-hmm. for this lifetime and any others, mm-hmm. and and. What that, does, pokey love. Yeah. <laughs> right. what that does though, if it's, if it's real and if it's true, mm-hmm. is it just takes away so much energy drain that most couples have to go through. Yeah. Right. We, mm-hmm. for we've been here for almost 30 years where we, we, we just don't have to deal with any of that drama mm-hmm. that, that so many couples have to go. Cause we are 100% all into this relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I also think that we've, we've fought through it all. We, 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 yeah. We forged it. it all, we or- yeah. earned it. Because the what I think the reason that there's so much divorce is because the first sign of any kind of oh my gosh this is a little hard this is a little <laughs> hmm, we got to work it's like oh, I'm I'm out yeah not, I'm not most doing of us don't this. have the
2: skills to actually know how to work through That's conflict right. how to have yeah. honest conversations without hurting each other yeah. Yeah. how to ask for what you need how it, yeah how to so accept right. you know so how to accept when yeah. things are different yeah. and yeah. differences exist mm-hmm. so it's a really um, important process to go through to learn how to do those things that's right. uh, you know and again those little things make a difference like your daily, rit- well, yeah. your daily ritual of connection I mean I do that mm-hmm. with my wife we call it what's up below you know <laughs> basically like you know it's not just <laughs> the, that's good I that's like great. that it's not just like he you know yourself. what happened today but it's actually yeah. like what's really going on for yeah. you emotionally spiritually Amazing. intellectually what are you sad about love what are it. you excited mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. and it can be five minutes or it could be an hour conversation mm-hmm. and I love it
1: this Beautiful. is where it, you know having a life vision as a couple is an incredibly powerful tool mm-hmm. because if you have a strong enough life vision of this life you want to create together. And what I mean by that is 5 years from now, here's where we'd love to be living, here's the house we'd love mm-hmm. to be living in, mm-hmm. here's how we'd like to be running our career, here's what our family looks like, mm-hmm. here's how much money we have in the bank, here's what what how I'm showing up from an emotional, intellectual, a spiritual perspective, you know, you're really thinking through the life that you want to have five years from now. And one of the reasons that that can be so incredibly powerful for a couple is because if that's your North star, that can help you get through so much of the little crap Mm -hmm. that can knock couples. You're both working to to Mm -hmm. something incredibly important. It makes
0: all the the insignificant stuff really insignificant. That's right.
1: Sacrifices sometimes have to be made Mm -hmm. in order to, 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 make to turn you know your life into something great but we know where we're going and we know it's going to be work and we're up to this task and some days are going to be harder than others we're going to have our victories and our failures on the way to that but we know where we're going as a couple this is where our energy is going and that's magic really great all right so people
2: have been listening to this podcast and wondering wow maybe maybe i should think about having a vision for my life (laughs) maybe (laughs) Maybe i maybe i can maybe i can have dreams that i want to have maybe i can be a better contribution Mm -hmm. maybe i can be more fulfilled maybe i don't have to just accept Mm -hmm. all my limiting beliefs maybe i can design a life where i can thrive and my family can thrive and i can have an extraordinary relationship and a great career and it's not beyond reach which many of us think so Mm uh that is the question i often wondered when i saw very successful people how do they do it what do they do how does Mm -hmm. it work what is your story? And the good news here is that you and Missy have created this extraordinary program, which is Lifebook Online, mm-hmm. that takes people through the same experience that I went through right. myself with my wife and my family and friends in Lifebook in person. Right. Uh, and it does it in a way that guides you through the whole process. So tell us about what people can expect if they were to go and sign up for Lifebook Online.
1: Okay, so um, it's a six-week course where we cover two categories of your life per week. And these are basically 90 minute, fully immersive movies that are interactive. So you're answering the four questions. What do I believe? What do I want? Why do I want it? What do I need to do to get it inside of These movies. That's right. And by Mm the so so they're they're which by the
2: way the same things you show when you do in person live course. So you're actually watching Mm -hmm. the movie the same,
1: except Mm -hmm. it doesn't cost ten thousand dollars to do it online. (laughs) (laughs) Which is Mm -hmm. there you go. It's
0: essentially free. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And
1: so so basically you go through two categories of your life per week. We have a a weekly live coaching call of Missy and me where Mm -hmm. the whole community. We have a question and answer, it's really and those wonderful. are
0: amazing because the discussions as the you know discussions are beautiful. you get so much more out of hearing someone else's experience and someone else's experience and this this strategy yeah. work for this person I mean that's really that's a really good a big part yeah, of it so good. we
1: take thousands of people through at one time mm-hmm. and everybody's focusing on their own life, which is one of the most, if not the most unique aspect of life book is how deeply personal an experience mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. as you know it's it's not some guru telling you what you should want no, or what you should believe. It's your inner mm-hmm. guru. Your inner guru. And you're literally filling up these empty buckets with your own the, mm-hmm. the contents of your own consciousness. Mm-hmm. And so we take you through two categories a week online. You answer these questions. We have beautiful discussions. The whole community is supporting you. And at the end of that six week process, you've done something amazing. You've yeah. created this 120-page book yeah. about what? the person you're going to become and the life you want to live. Yeah, it's think, pretty
2: awesome. You put your pictures in yeah, there, right? your vision, your aspirations, yeah. the body you want to have. Totally
1: life-changing yeah. for yeah.
0: everybody. Yeah, and I think one of the the great things about doing the online course is that it's it's very, you just have to show up and do the work. We take mm-hmm. you through, we tell you exactly what to do, step, step by step, by step. Yep. just do this, do this one, do this exercise, show up on the call, do this. And it's very simple. All you have to do is really just show up and say, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this make yeah. the commitment to doing it and then doing step by step with us and like John said at the end of it you will have thought through your completely your entire life 12 12 different aspects of you which all make up your one life mm-hmm. you've thought them all through you've taken inventory you've you know Decided looked at yourself what you want in every yeah, area you've dissected it then you're like okay these are my new beliefs these i mean it's it's a profound yep. experience hard mm-hmm. to even really describe it you know you can, what's
2: really extraordinary is that you guys have been very successful you have these companies you've mm-hmm. had over 12 billion dollars in revenue or more mm-hmm. and you're not looking for more money at this point you want to give this away
1: yeah
2: and you want to give it away because you want people to have <clears throat> an extraordinary life mm-hmm. it's really mm-hmm. beautiful but there's a catch <laughs> which is you have to pay 500 dollars deposit to sign up which you get all back if you actually complete the course So it's an accountability Mm -hmm. tool it's an accountability place so here's the reason we did that mark
1: and we're so first of all i want to reiterate that this is the exact content that you get in our ten thousand dollar course so this is a seventy five hundred dollars per single ten thousand per couple this is that program Mm -hmm. and and we've we've put it online and the offer is this you, you put $500 down. If you buy the course for $500, it's a rebate offer. And when you finish the course in six weeks, you can request 100% of your money back. And we refund, we, we rebate your money in full. Or you can continue your journey with us, go into the second level, go into membership. You know, there's an offer at the end, at the end of the course if you want to go even farther and learn mm-hmm. even more. But here's what that did. This is the, the important thing about that offer. 15% of personal development programs that are are purchased are right. completed. 15%. Right. 85% non-completion yeah. rate. We have over an 80% completion rate on our course because of because of that offer. Amazing. So yeah, so yeah. And we're the reason five times industry okay, average. But I
0: get excited here because <laughs> the reason that's so important is because the whole the whole purpose of us having people finish this program is so that this the people that do it will become Self actualized. It's just what we're talking Imagine about. If become, we had millions of those kind of people. Yes. Exactly. So if we can get, then it's like, okay, maybe we can take a dent out of some of these big problems we're facing as a human, mm-hmm. as a human community. Mm-hmm. You know, but each one of us has to be at a certain, you know, of of self actualization, exactly. so that you can help other people. Yeah. You have to get so Lifebook is first. free,
1: but it's free with yeah. accountability. And, and you have to do what you say you're going to do and right. finish the program. And if you don't, we keep your money. Yeah. And that pays for the people that are accountable. And if you do yeah. what you say you're going to do and finish the course, you can request your money back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a beautiful model and we it love it.
2: <laughs> it's great. And it, and you know, there are additional steps too. Once you've completed mm-hmm. that, there's Lifebook Mastery and there's community. Yeah. and so there's a whole support structure for yeah. not only creating the vision, but how do mm-hmm. you actually implement yes. exactly vision. right
1: 100 look you cannot fail with with this course if you go through lifebook and really get clear on the person you want to become in the life you want to live and then get into lifebook mastery and really learn how to bring that into reality and our membership is about really mastering these categories one month at a time you you cannot fail to make permanent positive shifts wherever you are in your life yeah it doesn't matter where you no. start yeah yeah, yeah. That's absolutely right
2: it's so powerful mm. thank you john and thank missy you so for much, creating you, an extraordinary life as an example for awesome. doing all the hard work <laughs> so we can have an easier ride <laughs> and for being an inspiration nice. both in terms of how you mm-hmm. raise your family your own relationship mm-hmm. the way you had an unconventional life that didn't follow within the guardrails that we all think mm-hmm. we have to follow mm-hmm. and and created this program for us all to learn from and to mm-hmm. grow from and to be um empowered by so it's a huge mm-hmm. gift to the world thank you thank john, you so, so thank much you. it's been an honor thank well, you thanks. mark thanks you've for having be, us you've been listening <laughs> to doctor's pharmacy i'm dr mark hyman you've been listening to john and missy butcher talk about LifeBook. you can find out more in the show notes if you want about where to find it and sign up uh you can certainly um learn about this program and try it out and it's free if you do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> right um,
2: and if you love this podcast please share with your friends and family on social media If you liked it, please leave a review. We'd love to hear from you. And you can subscribe anywhere. You get podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, etc. And we'll see you next week on The Doctor's Pharmacy.